Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast, June 30th. You believe it, halfway through the year. And we're ready to cross over into a new season. And I have a word of encouragement for you and some practical instructions on how to break through anything that's coming against you right now. And I'm going to give some steps that you can take. Plus, stay tuned. I might even jump into a little prophetic ministry as God is flowing. Lord, we pray. Agreement right now with Matthew 6.10. On earth as it is in heaven. Bring heaven to earth right now. Bring the heavenly alignment in our life. Bring the qualities of heaven right now wherever we are. Lord, you're outside of time. No matter when anyone listens to this, this is applicable for our lives right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I tell you, it's a time right now to focus on away from any negative thoughts or talk. People are asking me, how do I get through? You're prophesying about these changes. I'm not seeing it yet. I tell you, you can get a breakthrough. I've gotten a breakthrough. Many people around me, we're getting breakthroughs now, right now, but you got to contend for this. And this is how you contend. Stay in the attitude of worship and praise. Stay in the attitude of gratitude. I'm not trying to sound cliche here. You know, bless, bless those who curse you. Don't complain right now. It's so important. Jesus, you said this in John 4, 24. He told us this. He said, God is spirit and true worshipers worship him in spirit and in truth. So because God is spirit, you don't always have it figured out up here in your mind. And this is the key for this season is just to trust the word, his word over you. Trust the word. Trust what he's doing. And watch God open up something. I just saw a shift happen in a lot of people right there. Is that you don't have to figure it out. Stop trying to figure it out. Trust the Lord is working it out. And you do need to align your mind. Now I'm going to give you some keys here. that You can break through anything. This is what I do. I love Colossians 3. 1. Paul says that since you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God and then set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. So there's two things here. Set your mind and your heart. Your heart is intentions, operating good intentions. The heart is also understanding. So set these things on what is above and not on earthly things. It's going on. This is the true key. That's Colossians 3. 1. You want to write that down because that's the key that you need right now. Begin to decree this into your life. And this is the time to align your thoughts and your mind with heaven. That's how you do it. I want to give you some more practical ways. It's going to help you to get through the storms. We're in a bumpy transition. You do need to contend for your breakthrough. These things are there, but the enemy's trying to make you think the war is not over. You know, he, He's trying to make you think that you lost and everything's messed up or whatever. I tell you, as you do this, you'll align 
with receiving the Father's love. Know that he's not angry at you. The Lord is not angry. The Father is not angry at you. So we need to receive the Father's love. 2 Corinthians 6.18, the Lord says, I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters. That's important, that we need to get healed of any wounds that you might have in our hearts that's hindering us from this. I did a great training recently, I think maybe even just last week, on this how to prepare for your breakthrough is getting healed of the orphan spirit, getting healed of those things that you can understand. I believe the church might be operating in an orphan spirit where we don't understand the true father, the true love. First John 4, 8 is really important. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Wow, that's a pretty heavy statement. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is Love. We are called to love in the midst of this swirl. The key is love and humility. First John 4 8 is that part, you know, God is love, but also He's promoting us into a greater level of authority for those who walk in humility. That's an important thing right now. So, in other words, don't get puffed up in pride. Uh, is not the time right now. You know, the. The Lord's promoting people right now. So we're, you know, we're going through a time where he's examining things and looking and trying to point some things out. He's not trying to nuke you or anything like that, but be quick to repent. It's best not to get into arguments and disagreements right now. Don't get upset. Don't talk about things. Like if you're in a place, you know, if you disagree with someone politically, don't talk about it right now because it's just going to make things worse. I'm just using that one example. Or maybe there's something that is a, inflames things around you. Just step away from those. Uh, you know, uh, pick and choose your battles, you know. Don't pick at it, in other words. My mom used to say that. Yeah, I cut myself or something. I had a, a bump. Don't pick at it right now. Just leave those things alone because everything's inflamed. You need to let it heal. Step back. Pick and choose your battles, but don't pick at your wounds or someone else's. Consider the two major calls that Jesus had. And one of them was the greatest commandment. The other was the great commission. And both of those have to do with love. This is a major revelation I'm releasing right now. I've been talking about one and the other, but I've never pulled both together before this past month. I started seeing the great commandment, which was love. Matthew 22:37. Jesus said, love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And the second of these, so he said, that's the greatest commandment. By the way, that is the Old Testament in the Ten Commandments. That's the first one. Hear, O Israel, love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Then he adds one to it. He says, then love your neighbor as yourself. All the laws of the prophets hang on these two commandments to love God, love your neighbor. And I'm going to throw in a third one. For no extra charge, what we're dealing with these days is love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't love God. You can't love others. So love God. Love others. Love yourself. Many people are angry at God. They have a twisted understanding of who the Father is. You might be in an unforgiveness against someone else. And then maybe you're operating in low self-esteem, self-hatred, self-rejection, cutting people off instead of building them up right now because of these things. So there's more to this, of course, but the second love is what Jesus said was the great commission. 
in Matthew 28, 16, he said this. He came and says, All authority on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them everything I've commanded you. Now, many people have lost the ability to share the love. Well, first of all, today the attack is against love, the greatest commandment. People today aren't loving, especially behind the wheel of the car, on social media. The Lord knows these things. Many people have lost their ability to love themselves and they stop sharing God's love, the Great Commission. We don't need to preach on the corner. He says, go do this as you go. In fact, the Greek word for go means as you go or on your way in your process. It's like lifestyle, you know, outreach and evangelism. You don't have to do anything weird. People really are open to hearing about God. And when you speak in a language, you're loving to them. I'm going to give you five steps to get through this time. People keep asking me over and over, how do I get through this time? How do I get this? Well, number one is to get your focus on the Lord and not the things around you. Remember the Colossians 3, 2, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Number two is if you get anxious, uh, there's anxiety going on right now. There's fear, panic, and anxiety. I saw this three chord. I break this right now in Jesus' name. If you get anxious or you start feeling overwhelmed, you'll need to replace it with something. You can't just bind it. You have to replace it. Jesus said when a man cleans out a house and cleans things out, then it goes and gets seven more. It comes back. In other words, there's a process that you not only need to clean it out, you need to fill it with something. And this is, if you get anxious, if you're walking through this time, getting attacked, you need to grab hold of Philippians 4, Verse 6, it's also 7, do not be anxious of anything, but with everything, with every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. Remember, we're dealing with our heart and our mind. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Get a hold of this. This is... Number two on how to get through right now is to bind the things. I honestly would not, unless God's really calling you, I'd recommend stop fasting. I'm fasting from fasting right now. I'm not fasting because I'm trying to get my strength up and I'm trying to get things in alignment to help shift this and to keep joy going right now. Joy is important. I'm not saying don't fast. I'm just saying you want to stay focused by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord. Now, some people are called to fast right now. Don't get me wrong. But overall, I'm just throwing that out there. Number three of the five steps is decree, pray, and sing Bible verses. Job 22, 28, you can decree a thing and it will be established for you and your light will shine on your ways. The Bible is like, one of the ways you can use it is a way, of course, revealing God as a relationship, of course. But there's a way to use it for legal defense against your attacks. It's called decreeing. So what you need to do is grab hold of some Bible verses, like an example, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. That's a good one. Do not be anxious of anything. I grab that. I will decree that. I begin to pray it. And you can actually decree, Lord, your word says, do not be anxious. I'm anxious. 
You can decree it. You can pray this Philippians 4. You can actually sing it. Uh, Lord God. You know, I'm not going to sing for you here. But yeah, it could. Lord God, we pray in the name of Jesus. Give me the peace that passes all understanding. Then you could go off singing in the Spirit with that. It's important right now. Or find Bible. You can find these Bible verses and songs of worship. You don't have to sing it yourself. Maybe you can find a song. You're a good, good father. Chris Tomlin. I listen to it every day. Heaven come. Bethel music. Jen Johnson, Bethel music. Heaven come. You're a good, good father. I listen to these things every day to stay aligned because everything is trying to come against you right now. Number four is you can take communion daily if possible. It connects you with the Lord. And it brings the power of His blood and His body into your body. I take it every day, sometimes more than once, because I've had a revelation about it. And it really helps me align and understand things. Number five is to agree with others in prayer. There's power in agreement. If two agree together, Jesus said it will be done for them. One can put a thousand in a flight. Two, ten thousand. And especially Ecclesiastes 4.12 is important. One can be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. But a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And if you get together, in other words, praying the word by yourself, praying this by yourself may actually not be enough. You need to actually get a breakthrough. And because of Ecclesiastes 4.12, one can be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. You need to get a two or three cord prayer, minimum of two or three people on a prayer. I would recommend text or something to where you're texting. I do it. I have a few of them, actually. I have different ones based on my needs. And when I can't get that breakthrough, and they're kind of raw prayer requests. You know, you say it. We're coming to agreement to get it. Two agree together. Three that can break this thing. So that's the fifth thing is find a prayer team. The other thing is uh, the power of of the Word. And I'm going to read this and pray this. Actually, I'm going to show you how to pray it. I'm going to pray Psalm 46 in the Passion Translation. God is on our side. So, God, you're such a safe place of power and a place to find refuge. And there's proven help in times of trouble. More than enough is always available whenever I need. And, listen, you got to get this. I'm just seeing something shift over people right now. That was verse (laughs) 1. I just saw something shift over people. Psalm 46. I'm going to just keep reading and then I'm going to insert prayers with this. So we will never fear. And even if the structural support were crumbling away, we will not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes and moving mountains cast into the sea. This is my prayer. Lord, I ask that you would break off the spirit of fear and that you would reinforce our foundation with you to stand in the midst of this. Now back to verse 3 and 4. For the raging roar of the stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. God has constantly been flowing river of sparkling streams to bring joy and delight to his people. There's a shift happening again here. His river flows 
through the city of the Most High God and its dwelling place. Now, I'm going to pray this. I'm coming into a grim showing you how to decree and pray this scripture because this is happening right now. The enemy is trying to hit you with storms. So, Lord, we ask that you would calm the storms, that you would increase our faith and bring us the rivers of refreshment and joy in the midst of the crashing waves. Verses 5 and 6 now. Psalm 46. God is in the midst of this city, secure, never shaken. At daybreak, his help will be given by the appearing of dawn. And when the nations are in an uproar and the tottering kingdoms, God simply raises his voice and the earth begins to disintegrate before him. In other words, the Lord's voice, the word of the Lord will cause these things. That's what this is. So the prayer for verses 5 and 6, Lord, I would just ask that peace that passes all understanding would come. Give us this this security that we need, and the night attacks would come to an end in Jesus' name. Now, 7, 8, and 9, there's something happening here. There's a shift happening in the spiritual realm. And as he comes, the Lord, the commander, the mighty Lord of the angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Now, come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God, for he brings both ruin and revival. He's the one who makes conflicts and throughout the work and breaks off these things <laughs> with every burning weapon of war. My prayer over this right now, Lord, send your mighty angel armies, send just end the conflicts, the conflicts inside of us, the conflicts around us, the conflicts in the world. The earth is moaning and crying out. In verse ten, surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving, says the Lord, for you will see that I am God, and I am the God above the nations, and I've been exalted throughout the whole earth. Oh boy, here goes. And he stands, the commander, the great Lord of angel armies, is on your side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Lord, we break the power of stress and anxiety. We break the power of fear. We break these things right now. We ask now, we call in the God of angel armies in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I thought I was going to flow in some prophetic words, but I think that prophetic prayer was was quite powerful. And so I've got a, an offer right now, actually, to replay. If you want to help bring some of this into your life, it's called Preparing for Your Visitation, Releasing the Spirit of Elijah. It's a, it's a replay of it. It's still available. It's a two-hour training. DougAddison.com forward slash visitation. Oh, my goodness. It's a powerful time. Get ready. Also, July 1 through 6, we're doing the Freedom Sale. It's the 30% off of digital products. It starts tomorrow. DougAddison.com forward slash freedom. God bless you guys. See you next week. Be encouraged. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.